Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Well, this can't be possible. No way. This for the Washington Post via the Indianapolis Business Journal. And according to the story, younger women have closed the pay gap or are outpacing their male counterparts in nearly two dozen U.S. metropolitan areas. This was research published Monday. Me, I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz today. That's how we play our game. 833-GOT-TONY is the number. Find everything on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, rumble.com slash Tony Katz, everything at TonyKatz.com. I was told that the biggest problem of our time was men got paid more than women. Of course, no one ever paid attention to anything like who was in the workforce or how people negotiated uh, for uh, a higher price, right? Never personal responsibility getting into play. Just screaming and yelling about the pay gap and the gender gap, whatever other garbage people yell out there because they don't know how to have honest conversation. Better to blame somebody than to look inward. But now, now Pew Research Center analysis of Census Bureau data says women younger than 30 on average earn at least as much or more than men in D.C., New York, Los Angeles, and 19 other major metro areas. I only hope this means that they're the ones paying for dinner on the first date. Because if you're not paying for dinner, ladies, on the first date when you make more money, um, you trash. Trash! Starting the third hour with a bang, I see. I am am exhausted by crazy, producer Ari. Exhausted. This whole pay gap conversation has always, to me, been such a despicable one. Women, negotiate in your best interest and negotiate for what you think you're worth. And if you're not willing to walk away from the job, then you don't have any negotiating leverage. End of list. That's it. You know what my negotiating leverage is as a radio host? I'm willing to walk and ask anybody who knows me and anybody who's worked with me, I'm willing to walk at any second. Producer Ari, true or false? 100% true. 100% true. I know what I'm worth. I advocate for it. Now, sometimes I don't get exactly what I want, but you know, that's part of a negotiation. Part of a negotiation is everybody bleeds and nobody dies. Right? They get a little bit of what they want. You get a little bit of what you want. That's how it works. A negotiation where you get everything and they get nothing isn't a negotiation. That's very, very rare that you're able to make that work out in such a way. And if it works out that way sometimes, it might work out the other way sometimes. And Well, that's going to suck. But this idea, oh, we're just not paying women properly. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I'm not, I won't even, I will not even take a phone call on it. Well, maybe I'll take a phone call on it, but I'm not taking a phone call on it because we do, we never get into the conversation about whether or not women are negotiating in their best interest. Certainly there's the conversation, the idea that women aren't in the workforce as long as men. So if you take a look over time, If you take a look over time, men will make more money, right? Because women are the ones who have children. And that's just the way that one goes. We're talking about on average here. We're talking about on average here. These are just just facts, and they can't be denied. And I'm not being rude when I state them. Everyone knows I'm not being rude when I state them. That men over time will make more money than women. 
But when you talk about two people going after the same position, your negotiation status is the same. This is what you want. If they're not willing to pay that, what are you willing to accept? If you're not willing to accept it, are you willing to walk? And if you accept less than your counterpart, regardless of their genitalia, that's on you. What this article tells me is that there is a proactive move out of guilt (laughs) to pay women more to prove how good and woke they are. Well, fantastic. I wonder if they also followed up to see whether or not this has led to any increases in inflation or costs for consumers in all sorts of categories. I don't care what women get paid. I, I Let me say that again for the people in the cheap seats. Should I, should I scream it out? All right. Here, I'll, I'll move back for the mic. I don't care what women get paid. Here, I've got another one for you. All right. How was that? Did that sound good? All right. Did that sound clear? It was subtle. Yeah. All right. Here, let me, let me, let me give you another one. I don't care what Jews get paid. How many more groups do you think I can do, Producer Ari? I mean, I I think I got the point. You could do like 40. I don't care what gay strippers get paid. That's that's pretty specific. I also don't care what Christian strippers, Jewish strippers, or Muslim strippers get paid, or straight strippers. Strippers in general don't care what they get paid. Nor Muslims, nor Christians, nor gay people. I don't care what Hispanics get paid. I have never asked the question. I don't care. Not angry when I say that. It's honest. Because you don't care what I get paid. Although you may be curious about what I get paid. You don't care what I get paid, do you? I mean, in, in the, seriously. Do you actually care? Like, hey, if, if Tony Katz isn't making this, I, I don't know. I just don't know how I'm going to sleep at night. I will bet you cash money you're not saying that. I think you like me. You know I like you. But I don't think you're saying that. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about make-believe. We're talking about pseudo-intellectualism on this concept of pay rates. The findings show that while the gender pay gap is narrowing for young women, common life events like child-rearing that occur, uh, uh, age, uh, present, persist obstacles to wage growth, according to Richard Fry, a senior researcher at Pew who conducted the study. And here's his quote. This is consistent with a finding that labor economists have well documented, that women suffer a penalty when they become a mom. For that, I would throw Richard Fryer off of the tallest building. Theoretically. Not literally. No one's throwing the man off a building. But Richard Fry is a schmuck. And so is anybody who goes down this road. It's a penalty to become a mom? Not a choice. Sorry. I'm out. That is a radical, radical position. It is not a penalty. It is a choice. And you're right. It's not one that men have to make in the main. Although there are certainly cases of men staying home and women going back to work. My wife and I, when, when we were broke, and I always say when I was broke, right? It was my fault. Um, and broke as broke can be. 
and we had kids, and the kids were little, and broke as broke can be, and we made the determination that one of us was staying home because raising those kids was more important than the money. We made that decision. My wife was a professional. If she could have gone back into the workforce and created more upside value and made more money than me, she would have gone back. And we discussed it many times as I was trying things and some things were not working out very well. You were not around for the early years, guys. You have no freaking idea how rough this was. Today, let me just, I just want to share with you what happened today. I did the morning show. And then I did uh, my morning Rumble show at Rumble.com, which is sponsored by Americans for Prosperity. Then I did uh, my second show. Then uh, I I will record a video uh, for one of my uh, new services at Locals, TonyCats.Locals.com, a subscription service we're putting together. Then I will be planning out things we're doing this week for Eat, Drink, Smoke, my cigar and bourbon show, which is on over 60 stations across uh, the the, the country, while I'm working on the, the second book. You didn't know me. When nobody would talk to me. You didn't know me when I was fortunate enough to have like a core audience of 20 some odd people online while I was doing radio that nobody was listening to in the market that I was in. And sometimes the markets. You didn't know me when I couldn't afford anything. And if it wasn't for Craigslist, my kids would not have had clothes nor toys. You didn't know me. I think about that stuff all the time. You know why I do the work that I do? All the places that I do it? Because I know what that was like. And I'm here to tell you, it sucked. I used to do radio in my car, guys. I would go to any meeting anywhere for hopes that something would work out. And then if I couldn't get back to my home studio in time, on my laptop with a USB microphone through Skype, I was connecting to my radio station and, and doing the show. In the back of my car I have seen people get handed radio shows and they're upset that it's not more high profile bitch please you never worked for anything in your damn life you have no idea what it took to get here no clue Now I'm going to be told I get paid too much because a woman's only getting X? Not a chance. I don't get paid enough. I used to do radio shows out of my car. Behind me in the studio are four shoes, two pairs of shoes, four shoes that I wore to every single event when I first started out. Any place where I could get a speaking gig, any place where I was showing up. The same suits year after year after year after year. And those shoes that I wore so often that I wore holes through the soles that I could not afford to replace. You can actually see the marks on those shoes where I taped them with duct tape. Walking around Minneapolis, I did an event with uh, the late Herman Cain. And it snowed and it was rainy and we were speaking. And I was in those shoes, water seeping up through. They are on display. I walk into my studio every morning. It is the first thing I see are those shoes because that's what it took to get here. You think I'm worried about pay gaps? Until you're willing to do that, ladies, step off. Oh, men too. 
You think I feel bad for being able to get to this place? And what is this place? There are things I failed on. There are things I attempted to do that didn't work the way I wanted them to do. I truly thought that we were in the perfect spot for national syndication. You know what I learned? Maybe not. That's the way it went. Yet a cigar and bourbon show through the roof. Who knew? Some things you can't explain, some things you cannot decide, sometimes life will decide for you. Like, for example, getting pregnant and having a child. Sometimes life will decide that for you. Sometimes you make a decision, and it's not a penalty, it's a choice. The personal responsibility concept, theory, philosophy, value states that you are responsible for you and somebody else doesn't have to pay you more because of whatever is or is not swinging beneath your legs. That's insane. And it creates a valueless thought process that we should not engage. But if now women are making more than men in these 19 metro areas, I want them paying for dinner. And if they're not going to pay for dinner, then I, I... I I don't get it. Once you change the dollar dynamic, you change all the dynamics. So ladies, ladies, you start start paying for dinner. Indianapolis, Carmel, Anderson metro area, women have a median annual earnings equal to 92% of those of men. All right, we'll go Dutch. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.